0: Today's episode is brought to you by Alliance Aviation. Whether your mission is flying in style to any of the circuits on this year's Formula One calendar or simply traveling for business, Alliance's team of aviation professionals is ready to get you from point A to point B. When you fly with Alliance as a charter customer, we deliver superior aircraft, fair pricing, and no long-term commitments. And right now, we have an ongoing promotion to save you 5% on all jet cards. Normally, a jet card can cost you $6,500 per light hour, but when you use promo code POINTS, you can save over $8,000 per check card. Use promo code POINTS and fly to the Formula One circuits in style at fly.flyalliance.us slash points. boys. Welcome back. It's been a long stint where we have not recorded. There's been some life things going on, and we are back, though. Back fully loaded. The DRS wings are wide open. We are another 12 kilometers an hour going down the street. The fastest-growing Formula One podcast in the world is back. Welcome to the In The Points podcast, boys. Stan- Sam Stepano, Joined, as always, are my co-hosts. Fellas, it's been a long three weeks without you, but I can't wait to talk F1. I can't wait to talk the Imola race. It's not going to happen this weekend because of global warming. And I just can't wait to talk rumor mills. But, Sam, welcome back, man.
1: Thanks, back man. To- uh, yeah, thanks. I appreciate it. Uh, great introduction there. Yeah, and you made it sound like something like bad happened with life things. Um, to our listeners, nothing bad happened. Everyone's great. Um, the In The Points boys are all well and all good, and we're ready to talk some uh, some racing. I can't wait to chop it up with my boys.
0: You know what? Speak for yourself, Sam. Some bad things did happen. You went to Italy for three weeks, and we couldn't talk and yuck it up with you for F1. So, from my perspective, sure. like my life wasn't was not doing pretty good for three weeks. So, while you might have been off and having a grand old time, Stefano and I were left, you know, in the trenches. Couldn't talk to you. We were conversationless for three weeks. So, Stefano, I don't know about you, but my life wasn't doing too great till today. How
2: about you? Yeah, yeah, man. I just wanna, I just wanna say, uh, what up, Red Flag Nation? This is your captain speaking. Um, but yeah, uh, while Sam was gone, really missed, really missed the homie. Um, you know, we didn't really have much to talk about. Me and you, it felt like a void. Like there was a chunk of my heart missing.
0: Yeah. You know. That could only be filled with Sam's trip to Italy.
2: Yeah, exactly. And the fact that we weren't there with him in Italy. Was
1: really just just a downer. Especially I was the- just doing. Hey, I was doing a little track preview for the race this weekend. Hell yeah, brother! Yeah. Fire that right the house. Scouting off. report. So did Sam, you the, did you go to the Fast X premiere in Rome? Uh, no, I I was invited, but um, couldn't fit it into our busy schedule during the yeah. Vacation. There was a lot of
0: track preview stuff that you had to do. You had to really inspect to make sure that the rubber was was still down from last year. Totally get that, Sam. How many Ferrari fans did you see in Italy while you were? walking the streets.
1: Matt, it was actually um, very difficult to see, but it seems like Italy has lost Ferrari. Um, well, I mean, no fans, from... no fans around. I think the country has lost faith in their um, their team, and, yeah, it was scary to see.
0: Yeah, they must listen to, you know, my takes on in the points because if they had uh, four or five weeks ago, they would have abandoned faith back then. So, you know what? Who's to say, but you know, since we started season two, um, Ferrari has not done well. And I kind of was the lead horse on that race. So is there a correlation? All I know is that since season two has started, Ferrari has not won a race this year. So there has not been a season two of in the points where Ferrari has won a race, but they did not look good at Miami. I know Miami feels like ages ago cause it was, but, They did not look very sharp. Stefano, what did you think about Ferrari's performance out at the Miami Grand Prix?
2: Uh, I was slightly encouraged by Carlos Sainz, uh, but I was really down on Charles Leclerc. Um, He started, I think, what, 6th or 7th on the grid? I can't quite remember. It's been that long. So long. Uh, Then I think he he pitted – after his first stint, he pitted, got released behind, I think, K-Mag, and then just couldn't pass him for, like – Seemingly forever, like 30, 35 laps, just like swapping places with K. Mag over and over again, unable to make the move stick, um, and then just a just an overall anonymous race. Ended up finishing top ten, like I think, I think P six.
0: He started seventh and ended seventh, so you're just one spot off of both. But just yeah, it seemed point, like he was an not spot off
1: of his best all race. But
0: it seemed like the Haas was faster than
1: than Ferrari was at one point.
2: For, it yeah, it seemed point like point their point. Ferrari engine was turned up to the maximum while Ferrari, Ferrari itself was playing a bit of a conservative game. It's been that way all season, seemingly.
0: Just notables that finished ahead of him that he started ahead of. Max Verstappen, obviously. And then Lewis Hamilton from 13th finished ahead of him. Lewis was my driver of the day
1: in Miami. Um, No question about it.
0: I don't know how you could ever say that, but...
1: I mean, he's in a terrible car and made up all those places. I mean, Max is in a spaceship. like He should be winning.
0: Yeah, I guess that's fair. Um, that's fair. The, I, the, I think both Thanks. of them or dessert, one of the two of them should have been driver. they just the crazy stints they both put on the hards. Like they both went super long on stint one and on the hard tires and it paid off. And that seemed to be the optimal strategy, to be honest. Crazy to think that starting on a hard tire would be would lead to an optimal strategy, but like you're kind of right. Or,
1: yeah. Can I just say something? I think that Pirelli has done an awful job this year. I think these tires have taken the strategy like out of these races. The fact that they could go like it's it's a bunch of like one stop races. The fact that the hard tires could go like 40 laps is just stupid. Yes. It's stupid. I feel like-
2: I feel like ever since Pirelli got back into the sport some 12, 13 years ago at this point, it's just been a constant negative reaction to their performance. I remember like third season 13, season 14, there was a whole lot of backlash against the, like the jag on the Pirellis because they were wearing out too fast. And now it's just, they're not wearing out enough.
1: It's not even close. I mean, it's like, it's taking any drama out of these races. Like There's nothing at this point.
0: No, the tracks are, like, the tires are too, they're too durable for these races now, right? Because, like, the two-stoppers and, like, I mean, I don't know if you recall, Sam, but, like, the 2020-2021 season where, like, Mercedes would do, like, the gamble two-stopper or, like, Red Bull would try and do the gamble two-stopper. And, like, why aren't teams doing that more? Like, because the because it these tires have no wear in
1: them and they can just go really long on them and the performance doesn't drop off. Does
0: that It seems like crazy? it
2: seems like Ferrari is the only team suffering from yeah. wear on the tires. Yeah,
0: it is it they are, Stefano. It's crazy. Like if and, you if you look
2: at if you look at what Carlos Sainz has been saying over the what is it? 5 races now we're in. Yeah. Every race Oh, the 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 tires wear out like crazy. The surfaces overheat like crazy. That's the only team I'm hearing with tire concerns that are any
0: like of any note, really. Yeah, it is pretty like wild to think about. But I mean, crazy race. Like we got to talk very briefly about a couple points in the race. Like, what the heck's going on at Red Bull? I mean, that car is like, what the heck is that? Max won from ninth. He's the fourth driver, fourth driver to win from ninth. He started on the hard tire, and he won by like five seconds on his own teammate. And there was literally like you could see, you could say oh and give check. Like Max's like lap times were insane. Like but like that Red Bull, what the heck is that? What do we do, guys? I
1: don't know. Sit here I mean, and this, take if it. This, if, this, if this was Mercedes. You know, a few years ago, they changed the regulations to close the gap. But it's Red Bull, and I guess they're content with Max just ruining the sport. So we're
0: just gonna. You think it's ruining the sport? That yeah, was actually worse. Do I do. I sport.
1: I, I do. I do. I do. And it's unfortunate, Why? and I don't like that. I don't like that it is. But look, Formula One is on a very good trajectory right now with its fan growth, specifically in America. This is the time when they're going to be getting the most eyeballs on it in this country. Yeah, I agree, and. I mean, these races aren't fun when there's one driver that's as dominant as there is right now. And, um, I think He's it's one un- half the races though. Okay. So one, one, yeah, team. Red Bull team. Right. one team, one team, one re- team. I'll rephrase that one team. Cause you're right. It actually is pretty interesting right now between Chaco and Max, but one team is, is more dominant than any of these other teams. And it's, it's unfortunate that it's, we're getting this type of season right now when, F1's trying to capitalize on this Netflix um buzz, uh, these American races that are incepting every year. So it's tough. I feel like it, it is in a way ruining the growth of the sport.
0: I agree with you on the timing. It stinks because this is like the first time like we started our podcast right this, in the yeah. heart of
1: this. And yeah, and this these the type of seasons stinks. have happened. These
0: type yeah. of seasons have happened before. Yeah, but like how like I guess like it I think first off. It's hard to say it's ruining the sport because teams have, like, there's been cycles like this in the past. Now, I'm not saying that that's good for the sport either, but, like, this isn't the catalyst that's ruining it for the sport. The second thing is, like, how do you fix this? Because, like, on the one hand, last year in Bahrain, Sam, we watched Mercedes unveil their car with no side pods and the paddock almost freaked out, being like, what the heck? And they end up being, like, the back to the midfield. Like, So how do you fix this where you have a a constructor's championship where you have to like literally construct the car and then constantly tweak it, which makes this super exciting because then you get the 2021 season where it's like a race to see who can out engineer the other side because you have two dominant drivers and every little 10th counts. But then like, but at the same time, you end up with the stuff like this where there's cars are so far apart that it becomes boring. Like, how do you fix it? I'm at a loss. Like, this isn't a baited question. Like, I actually don't know how you've solved the problem.
2: It's tough to say because I mean, apart from like literally nerfing the Red Bull, there's nothing that they can really do because the Red Bull's so far ahead of everybody else. A lot of the midfield teams are relatively close together within a couple of tenths. It's just that Red Bull is so much more fast than the rest of the of the rest of the grid. It's cartoonish how fast they are. And we repeat that word cartoonish. Pretty much every episode and it's in our group chat all the time like how ridiculously quicker that thing looks than the other cars but you know there's no real other way apart from changing regulations to literally just neuter the
1: red bull there's only one solution really and it's that this mercedes concept (laughs) that's being brought this weekend saves the day but i don't know i'm not gonna hold my breath
0: but like i got i get like how much of the so i get that the car obviously plays a big factor right but like how do you explain max beating his own teammate like uh, I, I guess how I the driver about this, is if you gave every single person on the grid the red bull car i think it would probably still be like max and lewis at the top of the yes
1: yeah. yeah they're but both like, better drivers than Checo. we So, like, do you think
0: that it's like really, really, really ruining the sport or just like a period of time where like there's just going to be this like massive gap? And like, but like, do you think in 2024 we're still talking about the exact same gap that Red Bull has? Or do you think it's going to be more like people hunt, people on the hunt?
2: I think it's going to be the same. I don't think there's going to be any dramatic changes until uh, the 26th season when the regulations change completely.
0: So, you think Red Bull just got this locked up for the next until they rechange the regulations again. That would suck. <laughs> it's going to take
2: it's going to take a huge innovation from the rest of the field cuz it's not like this isn't it's not Red Bull's fault that they're dominating. They're doing what they're supposed to do by designing a car that's going to win. The rest of the teams need to figure out how to make up the gap. You can't um, you can't ask Red Bull to design a car that's poorer than what they can achieve. Same as how you couldn't ask Toto Wolf at Mercedes to design his cars um, to be slower than what they were while they were dominating for eight years.
0: You could also make the argument too, I guess, that the regulations help the teams like the Aston Martins leapfrog over some of the other, like, I guess, yeah, it's... Yeah, yeah.
2: with with, with that whole, like, uh, wind tunnel usage thing where, like, uh, the lower down teams can get more time in the wind tunnel and everything. You know, if you can couple that with some really good suspension and aerodynamic changes, you can make up a lot of ground on the on in the field. Yeah.
0: I, yeah, agree. I agree. Um, but so the only saving grace for this season is a Max Checo or Sam. There's a huge rumor mill swirling around as we looking forward to Imola that there's gonna be a new Mercedes concept. And that's a little teaser for our segment because we're not quite done on Miami, but I think that is looming in the background. Guys, last couple thoughts on Miami. <laughs> What a crazy event this year was like we were talking about like what was the most wild thing that you recalled seeing that happened at the Miami Grand Prix because I've got a laundry list of things. It would be hard for me to pick one, but man, I can't tell if that was like a really cool event or like one of the most bizarre F1 events and spectacles that we've seen in a little bit of time.
1: Yeah, my favorite moment was when they panned to James Marsden, who looked like he was like waving like yellow flags on the side. Like yeah, he looked he like he was Martin to, Brundle. He was going to be picking up debris if someone like crashed. Yeah, when they debris. when they when they panned to James Marsden and it said it was Roger Federer, that was that was good, um, great that was moment. Um, Tom Cruise just like felt like he was everywhere. Um, saw rumors that he was trying to pick up Shakira at one point and got denied. Um, t- was was tough tough- Hamilton cleaned up though, and I, ha- yeah, I apparently and, he and, went on a date with her. Yeah, and I think Hamilton by the end of the weekend was banging Shakira, so it was like he went right underneath Tom Cruise. I think Cruise had a really rough weekend. Well, yeah, did you hear that he he was like going to be the bell of the ball and he just like overplayed his hand? Did you hear that
0: he was, he told, or Martin Brundle was told he was not at all allowed to approach Tom Cruise on the gridwalk? He goes, Oh, I see Tom Cruise, but like I've been instructed and informed that I am not allowed anywhere near him and that nobody is. This is
2: another great example of celebrities just not understanding how big of a figure in the sport Martin Brundle is. Obviously, didn't really achieve much as a driver, but his insight and punditry work is second to none. And the lack of respect that celebrities give him, honestly, is appalling. Guys, what about the
0: entrance for the drivers? It seemed to be like following the race, other than the controversy of just Red Bull being dominant. The second controversy seemed to be whether or not the driver announcement out of the tunnel by... None other than LL Cool J, which, by the way, can we just talk about for a second? Like, really, the second inaugural Miami Grand Prix hosted by at the Miami Dolphins Hard Rock Stadium, and you're announcing the drivers with LL Cool J. Like, Vin Diesel was there. Like, you couldn't even do. Like, I think you probably should have done a holographic Paul Walker for the. Fast and the Furious theme alongside Vin Diesel would have been better, but like LL Cool J, really? That's the best we could come up with. Why <laughs> wasn't com- a Miami native
2: doing it like Pitbull
0: or yeah, like Corey Estevan
2: or Shaq? Like
0: Shaq, like- well, Shaq's Shaq's busy with handing out trophies at the Austin Grand Prix, so we got to like we can only and we know that like Tim Cook is going to be busy waving the checkered flag there with a, like a pout on his face. But, Did Tom Cruise say no to that role? I th- I think Tom Cruise, knowing Tom Cruise, he would have probably said no to that role. But why not Tom Cruise? Why not Elon Musk? He was there. Like anyone. Like
1: Musk was was around, dude. He was uh he was doing some stuff. Him and Bezos were crushing the paddock. Um dude. and then there's there's rumors about, hey,
0: talk about the rumor mill. Rumors of them buying F1. That would be incredible just seeing like a tesla f1 car using gas on the grid would be absolutely electric no pun intended but, why isn't
2: why isn't tesla in formula e that's such a mystery
0: well i mean you realize how hard it is to get like american-made things into anything that has to be regulated by the fia although great point although according to andretti on the gridwalk i know sam you're watching an italian broadcast so you probably couldn't hear what they were saying they are 150% all in on building the car, the capability, the team. They said in the next month or two, they're expecting a formal approval to come through to let Andretti and Cadillac into Formula One for 2025. Matt, they've been saying they're ready and
1: like willing to put all the resources toward that for like three years. No, they it's said they're building of, it now. It's a matter of if these fat cats in F1 will let them in. They don't want to, they don't want to share the money and they're not going to let them in.
0: You know what? I don't think, I think that they need them in the sport now because of how big it's going in America. And the fact that there's three races, Um, I think that they're going to let them in. Andretti was basically calling their bluff and he insinuated like we're in and like your move FIA. I just told the world Andretti and Cadillac are putting their cars on the grid for with Logan Sargent in 2025 and jeff gordon as jeff gordon hell yeah fire it up it's it's coming it's coming and you know what else is coming you know what please elon musk jeff bezos i know you're listening to this podcast please for the love of god purchase f1 and gut the liberty media contract and just put amazon prime cameras and things everywhere and like knowing musk he's gonna have some like weird project where he's got like cameras from space that are like tracking and like zooming in like he's going to have some like crazy camera thing where like the entire track is like some 3D image on your coffee table and you're just like watching the whole thing and like Bezos is just going to be like the pit bull of F1 and like the Stefano Domenicali and it's going to be incredible. It's going to be incredible. I like, I like-
2: <laughs> I like how you pronounce my name correctly, but mispronounce his name.
0: Well, that's because he doesn't deserve for his name to be pronounced correctly. after Man, I
2: appreciate that.
0: Sport. But, I mean, Sam, I don't know about you. Musk and Bezos buying F1 is like a match made in heaven for the sport.
1: Yeah, the 2030 Mars Grand Prix is going to be pretty lit. Um, Insane. I'll be pretty excited for that. Yeah, I mean, look. Liberty red flags Media, and red rocks. Liberty Media sucks. They suck. Thank you. Those guys suck. So, look, if Bezos and Musk want to swoop in, I'm all for it as long as Liberty Media is out because they suck.
0: Well, you know it's going to go right on Prime. It's going to go right on Prime. Great. I have a
1: subscription. Yeah, Prime kicks ass.
0: It would kick so much ass because they could take that F1 app and they would probably actually make it even better. Like, the fact that you can go on board with the drivers but you can't hear the normal commentary is idiotic. Yeah, it's idiotic. You're just like watching. like you're just... It's like you just that's all you hear. It's like I want to at least like watch the onboard, but listen to the people behind. It's, it's nuts, man. It's absolutely nuts. Um, guys, anything else on Miami? Like crazy, bizarre from what we heard from our our boots on the ground, man, the street, horrible logistics. Shout out Phil. Shout out Dietz. They were boots on the ground, four in the points. They were at turn thirteen, watching the entire race. Horrible logistics, the worst in the in the country, from what I've heard. But other than that, boring race. Max one from P nine, just kind of seeming like the Max Show this year. But Matt,
1: final thought on yeah. Miami is I think it's solidified as my least favorite track on the screen. Yeah, show. terrible. I hate that track. Awful, yeah. not fun, stupid. Um, I think I like the city of Miami. I hate that race.
2: Yeah. I think my final thoughts are that I want the. Miami Grand Prix cut from the calendar. Wow.
0: That's yeah. Bold. I think my final thoughts are less Will I Am and LL Cool J, more Gloria Estevan and Elon Musk.
2: Come on, Shapiro. shake your body, baby. Do that, Conga. Conga.
0: And now, guys. So the moment we've all been waiting for Mercedes rumor mill. Mercedes yeah. rumor mill that there's a whole brand new car concept. The no pods gone, the porpoising gone floor gone. They're just the rear wing gone. They're going to go with a brand new car concept. Sam, you've dug into the data on this one. What do you know about this car concept coming to Imola?
1: So, here's what I know. We need to temper our expectations right away. Um Don't from, do that. Don't do that. From, from, I know it sucks. That. I want look, I want them to win this weekend, but I'm not crazy. Um, from what I've like understood, they're, the drivers and Toto, they're saying, look, we need to start from scratch. Changing the concept, putting the side pods in. Um, they got it wrong, and now they're going to try to play catch up with a new concept. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm I'm excited because it's just some little glimmer of hope that we haven't really had that maybe a car can catch up. Um, I don't think it'll be this weekend But maybe it's at the end of this three-race stretch. I don't know. We'll see. But I'm excited.
0: So as a Red Bull fan, what I would be most interested in seeing is like Mercedes coming out to Imola and pipping, which is not going to happen because it's going to take a couple races, right? Like the drivers aren't going to really know the car and the concept is going to be a little bit different. They're going to have to take time to learn it. But like ideal for like a Red Bull fan and a fan of the sport, like Mercedes comes out and they pip qualifying from like Max. And – for like 25 laps like Mercedes is better on like the medium tire and then they pit and then there's like an overtake where like Max and Lewis go wheel to wheel clean racing nobody gets hurt nobody gets injured nobody crashes and like the second differential is like one or two where it's like back to 2019 2020 21 where like they're battling and it's like coming down like the last three laps and someone's gonna make a move and there's defensive driving like that would be the most optimal storyline for 2023 do you think that happens? No, <laughs> tell answer. us why.
2: Because, like Sam said, you have to temper your expectations. The drive.
0: Well, for Emma, drastic, uh, isn't the a drastic goal drastic to machine, not have? Isn't the goal to be excited for the new car concept for 2023? Maybe I am exci- yeah, I am. I,
2: I'm excited, but you don't seem it.
1: Oh, dude, I'm so excited. You don't so seem it. You, like you, you don't seem very excited. It's almost like you're jealous it's not like a Ferrari upgrade coming. Yeah, your expectations uh, well, are so dude.
0: tempered that like you didn't even register on the thermometer.
2: <laughs> well, such is the gap between Red Bull and Mercedes that unless like unless they just paint the RB nineteen in the colors of Mercedes, what is it, black now? Uh it's not going to make much of a difference. Um especially 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 the first race of uh the new car concept if it's as drastic as we think as we think it's going to be um lewis and george won't really have much time to get acclimated to it um i think the race afterward we should see some very positive results from it um but first race into a brand new car concept i'm not holding out a lot of hope
0: sam stefano just said that if you painted the fastest car on the grid black it wouldn't make a difference what say you to that That's such a knock to George Russell and Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I I totally disagree. I think that
1: if the Mercedes drivers and the Red Bull drivers were driving the exact same cars, I think the Mercedes drivers would win the constructors.
0: I I kind of totally agree with you. I totally agree with you.
1: Sorry, Stefano. Damn. All right, I forgive you.
0: (laughs) Yeah, you should. But... (laughs) No, for Imola, we have to temper our expectations. I mean, guys, the odds that we even see a car on the track at all this weekend at Imola is like very low, very low. And somewhere in the world, Sebastian Vettel is like coming out of his bread making kitchen and his smell of chocolate and freshly baked bread to announce to the world that I told you so, that the world was going to be like underwater in soon. And you know what? I don't want to fucking hear it. I really don't. Pardon my French, but I, I just don't want to hear anything to do with something related to the environment this weekend. I just want to see cars on the track going fast. I don't know about you guys, but I hope we get a race this weekend.
1: Matt, we're not
0: getting a race this weekend. You don't think I we're going to we go. a race this weekend?
1: I know. I hope I'm wrong, but it looks like pretty bad. And I just feel like, look, there probably could be a race this weekend, but the FIA
0: is going to find a way to screw it up. So here's He's my running. question. Let's say it takes them to like Sunday, and like let's just say like Friday can't do anything, Saturday can't do anything, but like Sunday, track's clear, everything's ready to go. Do you think they throw a qualifying out there and then the race, or do you think they just say like, no, nah, we're done? Like you wake up Sunday, it's like the track is perfectly fine, ready to go. We couldn't do any practice sessions. Like yeah. do you send the guys out there to do quali and then like three hours later do the race?
2: No, no I, I don't see think that so. happening.
0: Why not? I think they need to get
1: two practices, at least one practice, in before qualifying. Before Why do that? I don't know.
0: It's just... But like the FIA, the F1 team, they're like trying to get rid of practice. Wouldn't this be like, oh, like let's give it a shot and see how it works? Like, or do you think that they're going to be such hard noses about it and not do anything? What would you do, Sam? You're the you're, St- you're Stefano Domenicali, and you sit there and say, hey, we wake up Sunday morning after two days of just washout. No way to even get cars on track perfectly dry ready to go like no water on track like literally normal conditions what do you do
1: i would put the 20 names in a hat and i'd pick them out and that would be the order and i'd race and it would probably be like the most watched race of the year and people would be pumped it would be sick um but look we don't, we don't live in that world. society yeah it's the fia is going to screw it up and they'll probably just they'll probably cancel this race on wednesday and it'll just be a bummer of a weekend
0: yeah tomorrow yeah. or today if you're listening to the podcast they'll probably cancel it listen i want to see the race more than anyone no, i you love don't. your your ferrari guys are going to end up like 7th and 8th again
2: i don't give a shit i want to see the race um and to your question matt uh even if it came down to like throwing a like a like a, a one shot qualifier on a sunday morning for the race i'd be in favor of seeing that as a fan but we have to take into account the prima donna drivers who would complain about it.
0: Oh, yeah. The drivers complain about everything.
2: Yeah, exactly. So if it came down to it, I think the drivers oh. would probably veto anything to do with that.
0: But, Stefano, as much as they can be babies, they all have one universal trait in common. Yes. They just want to race. So as much as them being prima donnas and not wanting to do quality in the race, but... Would their brains be able to reconcile that they want a race but they don't want to do quality than the race?
2: No way, because then like no, no matter how you put it, so but like, they want a race. Yeah, but somebody would get fucked over by how the FIA would handle the situation. And they would try to. Veto oh, you're right.
0: Him. Nobody's ever been fucked over by an FIA decision before in anyone's life, so that's true. We should we should just not do any races because then the new format might screw over somebody. So like, let's not race. We should flash back to Abu Dhabi 2021, and when Latifi crashed, we should have just cancel the race because the decision might have fucked somebody over. But Agreed. We should just cancel the race and end the season in a tie. Okay.
1: Hey.
2: Stranger things have happened.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, listen, if I'm if I'm F1, right, and you get washed out for two days, you find a way to make the race happen. You just do.
1: Matt, here's my question. Would they have the race on a Monday? Has there ever been a Monday race? No. Stefano
0: might know that answer. It sounds like no, but from what I've also heard, it's really hard because you have to get all the volunteers to come back, and because a lot of the races are dependent on volunteers to mount, like to do some of the getting the debris or to make sure people are in the right spot like yeah they a lot all of the track
1: volunteer. how do too. we
0: how do we volunteer
1: for for that like for the vegas race question. i would love we to have, I would love to do that
0: we should ask james mars <laughs> it looks like he was volunteering for the race this past weekend at miami so we, we could probably get him on the phone I, you know i'm sure we could. You know, also, by the way, I think I'm think, pretty sure that his co-lead in the jury with that that kid from the jury was also hanging out with like Max Verstappen in the paddock this past weekend, too. So I'm that sure that we got could, such a lucky break, such a lucky <laughs> break. Um, but guys, yeah, crazy, crazy rumors going around. I mean, not a whole lot in the news world, too, other than the Mercedes. That's pretty big news. But like other than that, for a couple of weeks, it's been pretty dull and boring. Um Apparently, people keep asking about who's dating Taylor Swift. On, like, the media is so infatuated with this. And Danny Ricardo had said that he thinks the most likely person would be Charles LeClaire, Chuck, Chuck LeClaire. Like, who I, I, of all the people on the grid to be dating Taylor Swift, I, I have one person that I would not be surprised at all would be dating T-Swizzle. But I want to ask you guys who you think if you had to like if you had gunned ahead and you're like, all right, this is the most likely person to date Taylor Swift from the Formula One grid. Who would you say, Stefano? George Russell. Nope. wrong. Okay. Sam, who would you say? Um,
1: probably like. I mean, it, honestly, Fernando Alonso makes a lot of sense. It really um, does. But maybe maybe like a sleeper, Nico Hulkenberg. He's pretty handsome. Oh wrong the only person on
0: the grid that I think logically and actually could ever possibly date Taylor Swift is probably like Lewis Hamilton and I think it's because he is the only one of the same superstardom as her that it would like actually not be weird for the two of them to date because he is such a star and like he was with Leonardo DiCaprio on like courtside the Lakers like I think he would just fit into a and I think she would probably be interested in dating he seems like a they both seem like they're liberal kind of mindsetted. So it sounds like they would get along fairly well too, right? So like both kind but of.
2: Lewis has a history of dating singers. He dated Nicole Scherzinger from the Pussycat Dolls for a while.
0: He apparently he was going out with Shakira a couple weekends ago too. Yeah, and it seems so like
2: that's his type.
0: I, I think the most logical person to ever be dating Taylor Swift on the current Formula One grid is 150% Lewis Hamilton second behind that not on the grid probably Toto wolf he'd probably be the next one i would say would be dating taylor swift i could see her going for like a a daddy figure all right guys enough with the rumor mills enough with like what happened in miami we're moving on we're moving on to imola this weekend we've got um stefano what is the name full name it's not it's no longer imola it's no longer the amalia romano grand prix it, it is, is some word vomit of a name, and you got to tell our listeners what it is.
2: Should I say it in an Italian? You accent. Say
0: it however it comes to you.
2: All right. Well, I'll just stick with American because, uh, yes,
0: yeah, say so it guys. in American.
2: It's the Formula One Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy dell'Emilia Romagna 2023.
0: Wow. that's had some healthful.
2: Bravo. Bravo. So, yeah, guys, that was hard to say.
0: It's probably even harder to read. Um, (laughs) Guys, we've got Imola. I actually, like, love, hate this track. I kind of think I love it because I played it so much in F1 because whenever Sam and I would do our career, we would always restart the career. This was, like, the third race, like, the third track, and we'd probably be like, all right, like, Bahrain, yep, we got that one down, like, Spain, yep, oh, Imola, all right. It's super fast. It's just like not a big overtaking track, which kind of stinks. But this is a cool track. I'm excited for the, the, the race week. I think there's like two DRS zones that long straight coming down the, the checkered flag. Um, the big question, though, which we already talked about, is the race even going to happen? No, probably not. Like what the heck is going on, Stefano, in Italy where there's that much rain? Sam, did yeah.
1: you see it? Stefano, Do you have some like cousins you can call and find out, like yeah. get some boots on the ground to see like what this rain's like? Yeah, I'll have to get them on the metro up to Emilia Romagna.
2: Uh, okay, it's, it's it's wild. I don't think. I mean, Italy is no stranger to like wild and wacky weather. Uh, there's a history of landslides in like that sort of like mountainous highland region up in the central in the center of the country. Yep. Um, see, yeah, sick. Um, but never to the point where it threatens like a sporting event. I mean, I never, it's Sam, never, co- I've never, I've never heard of it coinciding with like a sporting event of this magnitude.
0: Sam, has there ever been anything like this in the history of sports where like this much rain almost canceled an entire weekend of athletics? Oh, spa. Uh,
1: yeah. Um, hurricane Katrina, I think is a pretty good example of that. Where yeah, but this isn't the hurricane. New hurricane Orleans Katrina. Superdome was like underwater.
0: Yeah, but like that was a hurricane. This is just like rain.
1: Spa a couple years ago was like, no, they
0: raced, they raced, but it was just like two torrential downpour. Like it didn't cancel a weekend. Like, um, like Hurricane Katrina is a good example, but even still, it was like, well, that was a hurricane. This is just like rain. Like Italy is such a dump that they can't even find I a way you to could like
1: probably classify what's happening in Italy as a hurricane. They probably I don't think they did that. say it is.
0: Oh, you're saying,
1: saying like it's just a deluge of rain. I Think that their what their weather like reporting is a little less sophisticated as ours, so they might not have like have like the terminology like hurricanes and stuff like that.
2: <laughs> yeah, they're they're in the stone age over there.
0: No, that's a good point.
1: Sam. They, they, they classified
2: they, it as red weather.
1: They did. They <laughs> yeah, cla- yes, it's red weather. It's red, red weather. weather. <laughs> I think that's hurricanes.
2: Yeah, it, it's yes. red weather.
0: Yeah, it's There's like Taylor
2: Swift's cases. weather. Red weather. Yeah. I remember a few like a while back in Japan, there was a huge. It was like a typhoon. They raced during. I mean, tsunami. Johnny Tsunami. Yeah, Johnny Tsunami made a made a visit to um, Suzuka.
0: That's pretty freaking sick, man. Um, man. Guys, like, so we have to give race predictions. I think it's like first off, the first prediction is: is there going to be a race? Let's go around the horn. Yes or no. Stefano, you start us off. Like, race predictions, like, we can't, in good faith, give a race prediction for who's going to be on pole podium um, and the likes. We're the only podcast that would ever do it before the, the middle of the week. But, like, race, yes or no? What's your prediction? Will this go towards the uh, Golden no. Ass record? Oh, no. it should.
2: No, the, the Golden Ass is
0: uh, – it's an untainted
2: trophy that won't be affected by this.
0: Which, by the way, nobody nobody got right. I think the last two races, nobody picked. Well, we didn't pick predictions for Miami, but I don't think anybody got Checo to win Baku. Yeah, I like, remember like Lewis or Alonzo or like somebody. Picked, I think Sam finally picked Max because he was like, "Oh, I'm going to win the the golden ass." No,
1: I still haven't picked Max yet. Um, I think I I think I picked Max. Yeah, I'm oh, not sure. Either yeah,
2: way, uh, race this week, race this weekend.
0: Um, yes or no, race? Yes yes just, sam, just yes or no race no like, matt yes or no race yes all right so me and stefano both think there'll be a race i will say this sam you'll get like a half a point if there's no actually no you get no points there's it's you, you pick the race winners and that's it but i'll give you a little like i'll get you a specific prize if you're right that there's no race okay deal yeah how's that and i'll unveil deal. it on the podcast okay after deal. monaco If you're right. Okay. I can't believe I'm
1: rooting for there to be no race this
0: weekend. Yeah. Well, you also don't know what the prize is, but I'll get you a little booby prize. So, all right. Assuming there is a race. Now, prediction for pole and podium. We're the only podcast to do it midweek before we even see the cars out on the track on practice. Anyone can do it after practice. It becomes much easier to do that after practice. But we're the only podcast that does it midweek. Stefano, let's kick it off to you. Your home race of Amelia Romagna. One of two
2: home races.
0: Um, we only have one, so well who gets one. the other
2: one, regardless. Um
0: I'll take the other one. Yeah, so I'll take the other one. Hell yeah. And then I'll take all um, the uh all the American ones.
2: Sounds about right. Anyway, um, I mean, how can you bet against Max taking a pole in uh in Imola? Last year's race winner knows the track very well. I'm betting on Max uh taking that top step on a saturday and as far as sunday's concerned Uh again hard to bet against max but i'm gonna do it i'm gonna do it um checo fires back this weekend um closes the gap to his teammate takes the takes the race win still a red bull one two with max taking second place and i am gonna go with Oh, see this, this, this last step on the podium is tough because you want to say Fernando Alonso based on results, but well, yeah, I mean they're the only
0: three that have stood on the podium this year, other than Lewis. I'm gonna go with Lewis. There you go. Damn.
2: Sorry, Damn. Sam.
0: So you got Max, Max, or sorry, you got Max. Max no, I got
2: Checo. I got Max pole, Checo win, Max. Max P2, Lewis awesome.
0: P3. Oh yeah, well, I'm all over the map there. All right. Okay, cool. Well, we'll find out a lot about Checo on Sunday. And we'll actually find out a lot about Stefano FIA. Domenicali on Sunday as well. Yeah. Who, by the way, who makes the call? Is it the FIA or is it the F1? on this, uh, At this particular moment, who makes the call?
2: Oh, oh. God, I, I have no idea. I How hope it's
1: Liberty Media point. because they'll probably oh, do they it think, no matter what.
0: They think the race is in, like, the United K. They don't even know where the race is. Like, they, would pan yeah. to like, they would pan to like a footage of Hurricane Katrina and be like, wow, look at the track conditions. Like They wouldn't even know how to pan to the right place. All right, wow,
2: Sam. where is that? Must be in Scotland somewhere.
0: Is Liberty Media American? Yeah. Oh, boy. I think they're Saudi Arabian. I might have to take back all the negative things I've ever said about Liberty Media. I didn't realize they were American. Hell they yeah. Brother. No, you know what? I actually... I have a new theory about liberty media they are purposely doing terrible broadcasts so that way bezos and musk can buy f1 and then make it a really good product anyway sam predictions um
1: all right well stefano said how can anyone bet against max on saturday and i'll tell you how i'm about to do, do it um chuck Leclerc on poll I'll put up him up against anybody off in one lap like I really would. Um, he's shown that if he can keep his car on the track, he's as good as anyone over a lap. So and if he can't, he crashes.
0: Yeah. Well, Charles LaCrash.
1: Yeah, he certainly is Charles LaCrash, but hopefully he keeps his car on the track. And I think he'll take pole um, as for the race that Ferrari stinks uh, and he'll probably crash. So I don't have him on podium um i have the exact same podium as stefano he, he Checo, max lewis Checo, max and i think mercedes has a good weekend i think that car looks good still not as good as the red bull but we see lewis on the podium
0: yeah so this one's got my mind a little bit of a pretzel here this weekend um i feel like qualifying like max has been caught out a couple of times and he's been like the fastest guy on track um probably pretty much like every single weekend and um, I think he gets his quality back. I think it's Max. Max wins the race. Like, I want that golden ass, man. He one from ninth in Miami. Like, he won from – almost won from, like, 11th in Saudi Arabia. Like, man, That's hard I to want that, that ass. In, man. I want that ass. I think Max wins. I think Lewis P2. I think – I think that cars would be very difficult to drive, but, like, I think Lewis is, like, the type of guy who could, like, pick it up in a couple practices and, like, gut and grind his way through. And, like, I think Checo's, like, on pretty good form, but at the same time, like, there's times where he looks vulnerable out there. And then I think you throw Fernando Alonso, and I think maybe... We see some reliability issues from the Red Bull, and I think it affects Checo, wow. which would be interesting because then there'll be an entire narrative that we get to talk about next week, where you guys can go on conspiracy theory and see whether or not like Red Bull sabotaged his car to make sure that Max had a nice gap for the championship. But I think we get like Max Lewis Alonso, and I think the Lewis Alonso battle is like highly exciting. Like, I think like Alonso is like commanding P two for a, a period of time, but like Lewis pips him with like three or four laps to go because they just like nailed the good strategy call. Like maybe Lewis goes on a two stopper and he catches like Fernando and when beats him and gets like fastest lap. That's that's my prediction. Nice, Matt. Yeah, that, cute little prediction.
1: I respect
2: I respect that 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 prediction.
0: Thank you, and we're putting a lot of our, like we. You know, Sam, you told us to temper our expectations and all three of us put Lewis up on the podium with this new like upgraded package and brand new car concept and
2: I'm not taking that into account at all.
0: Yeah, you kinda are. You were Well, you kinda
1: have to because it's like happening, so
0: Yeah.
2: If you no, didn't, I, think, it was I weird. think Lewis I think Lewis is feeling good about himself after that date with Shakira and it's gonna give him a little pep in his step this weekend.
0: Yeah. By the way, why was Leonardo DiCaprio wearing a mask? In the Lakers game.
2: <laughs> Fashion statement.
1: Pathetic, man.
0: That was weird, right? Like, like, he does like the most bizarre stuff with like. He he has a very bizarre socialite. That's all I'll say. For him to be wearing a mask seemed it was like, very weird.
1: He's a weird cat, man. Very we weird do. cat.
0: Leo de Leo de. Does what he does. Does what he does,
1: man. No cap, son.
0: No cap yeah hell yeah brother guys final thoughts heading into Imola weekend i'm just excited that i hope there's racing
1: rain rain go away um let's see some racing
2: fire it up man can't say this can't can't echo that sentiment enough i just want to see a race uh especially here at this story track um love imola and I really hope the uh, Qatar Airways. Oh, hold on, let me look it up again. This is a fucking mouthful.
0: Yeah, it's not the first time.
2: <laughs> It'll be the yeah. last.
0: Yeah, we'll say yeah. this all weekend long. But, you know,
2: as you're pulling, I really up, hope just the say... uh, Qatar Airways Grand Premio del Made in Italy, del Emilio Romani 2023 Grand Prix takes place.
0: Yeah, hell a, yeah, brother. Sick kick ass. Last final thought for me. Hell yeah, shout out our longtime listener, number one fan, Chad from Harwich. Uh hit was his birthday this past weekend. Happy Hell
2: birthday, yeah, brother. Bro. Oh Harwich. shout out, shout out Nick B from Cambridge graduating uh university this past weekend. Hell shout out man.
1: Nick B, man. Congrats on graduating, bro. Yeah, yeah! Shout
0: man. out David R from Brookline, new new time listener on the podcast. Told me it was an awesome podcast last week. Um, so he's getting into Formula One. So shout nice. out to, to all three of our. Shout uh, out Dave R, welcome, yeah. bro. Welcome, shout out, brother. hell yeah, boys! All right, um, that's all we got. Hell yeah, brothers!
1: Hell yeah, brother. fire
0: it up!